工作，你福寿与天齐，庆贺你生辰快乐，年年都有今日，岁岁都有今朝，恭喜你，恭喜你！嗨 ，Welcome back to Spackstack, the Seattle Progressive Asian American Christian podcast, where we talk about what we're eating and what's eating us. I'm Aya. I go by she/her pronouns. And dining with us this episode. Hello, I am Christina. I go by she/her pronouns. Pre-PhD. <laughs> Hi, my name is Dr. Jenny Kim, and also pre-PhD and. <laughs> I go by she, her pronouns. I am Mickey. I go by he, him. I am also pre-PhD. <laughs> I'm Pauline. She, her pronouns, pre-PhD. I'm Thomas. Also pre-PhD. Pronouns he, him. I think Pauline needs to explain the pre-PhD <laughs> situation. <laughs> so anybody can be pre-PhD if you just <laughs> believe in yourself enough. <laughs> I mean, Christina is actually pursuing a doctorate. <laughs> in gender, women, and sexuality. Gender, so, women, and sexuality studies. Perfect, yes. You would know when <laughs> you were getting a doctorate. <laughs> but we actually have somebody who has a doctorate, which is Dr. Jenny Kim. Also, this is a complete joke because I'm a pharmacist, and although I have my doctorate, I cannot prescribe, and please don't show me your moles. <laughs> <laughs> do not hit up our podcast with your weird questions. And do not text us any photos of weird moles. But also drug interaction questions, I'm happy to answer. <laughs> DM us. We're at SPAC underscore snack on Instagram. Thanks for listening. And thank you for all of our Instagram followers who are interacting with us. Uh, we're super grateful. And especially when they involve bomb ass food. On this episode, we're going to talk about birthday memories. Yay! And why? Why are we talking it's about birthday? It's my birthday. It's Aya's birthday. Happy birthday. What, what? I am 33 today. Jesus year. <laughs> it is my Jesus year. I also started a church in Seattle. And she's going to live through this year, too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if I don't, it's okay. <laughs> it might involve resurrection, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dope. Back church will still exist. <laughs> So uh, if you listened to our last episode, we talked about like our favorite noodle dishes. And so for dinner tonight, I brought hiyashchuka, which is a Japanese cold noodle dish. It's a vinegar broth base with soy sauce and some other good stuff. This is Jenny. I brought some pibin naengmyeon, and it's basically a cold um, noodle in spicy um, sauce, gochujang base sauce, and we, for toppings, brought some um, gendi, which is perilla leaves, and kimchi, and um, put some roasted sesame seeds on there. I brought a chilled tofu dish that I think I single-handedly polished off the entire dish by myself. <laughs> <laughs> it was so I good. was like worried that there wasn't enough tofu to go around and there were two pieces left and I'm like, might as well just eat that too. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's got this, um, it's like a, the marinade. It's super easy. You literally just cut up um, silken tofu and then 
uh, the marinade is uh, sriracha, soy sauce, sesame oil, rice vinegar, and a little bit of sesame seeds. Jenny and Thomas also brought some kimchi dumplings, and we also made some potato dumplings, um, and then I made I a cake. <laughs> Because uh, I love baking cake, and it is an olive oil cake with like lemon zest and lemon juice. And um, they made me do a British accent to pretend like I was part of <laughs> Great British uh, Bake Off. Yeah, yeah, th- that's the British title of it. But in the U.S., it's called the Great British Baking Show. Oh, that's right. Spack Snack is brought to you by David Chang, the Pack Podfather. David, along with Liz Lynn and Lydia Xu, host the PAC podcast, the podcast for progressive Asian American Christians and like-minded folks. The PAC podcast highlights the amazing work that PACs do on the daily, from reproductive justice to queer affirmations in the church. Recent episodes feature your Snackcast host Thompson Aya as they talk about all things PAC. The PAC podcast can be found on Diverging and many plays you already listen to your podcast. We want to thank the podfather, David, for envisioning and working towards the reality that PAC-made podcasts for a PAC audience can and should exist. We are talking about birthday foods and birthday memories this episode, and we actually were, were kind of deciding on whether we should go sad first or like happy birthday memories, because birthdays are very polarizing, you know? It's a, it's a very loaded day for a lot of people. So are we, are we ready to go into the deep end? Like, Aya, are you ready to go there, or should we? <laughs> we can go there. Let's do it. <laughs> Hit us. Yep. So I actually only recall maybe two birthday parties that I've had like celebrations as a child but I think they only exist in my memory because someone had taken pictures so I was like super young for the most part I didn't really grow up getting to celebrate my birthday and since it's it's August 28th um, it was typically before school started so I didn't get to celebrate with like my classmates or anything it's just always just been like another day Never really did anything particularly special. And as an adult, I will like throw events for myself. So I'll have like last year I did a pizza party and karaoke at my house. Um, Other birthdays I've done like a barbecue or like had people over for dinner. So yeah, but this year I haven't done anything. So we decided to record a podcast. (laughs) 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 I've just been like too exhausted to plan. Hmm. It's just a chill year. Happy birthday. Thank you. I also didn't grow up celebrating my birthday. A big reason why was my family, my dad and my mom are pastors. So a lot of my birthdays, we would just do like a general celebration for the church. So my birthdays were always involving that. And so I remember like as a child being like kind of a spoiled brat. like, I really want a birthday. I think when I was like 10 or 11, uh, Jollibee open in Guam <laughs> around my birthday. <laughs> you, yeah, definitely. Um, and I was like, mom and dad, I want to go to Jollibee for my birthday. Um, and one of my like best memories of like actually celebrating my birthday with just my family and not the church was going to Jollibee and eating like salaberry steak, which isn't like remarkable or anything, but yeah, it's, it's definitely one of the memories that I'm like, oh, like my parents do see me in ways that like 
even just taking me out to Jollibee is celebrating my birthday. Um, this last year, though, I have had, like, a bad year and wasn't feeling really up for celebrating my birthday, but SPAC threw me a surprise party. It was hosted at Jenny and Thomas's um, house. They, like, bought and catered Indian food. They surprised me with my family, which, like, I was not expecting to see any of them and also I was fighting with my brother <laughs> and he was on the guest list which was really funny on the way back um but yeah I I love this past birthday and like pack and spack like just they like surprised me with like money as well and that was just so heartwarming so I don't really have much like birthday celebrations and as an adult I try to celebrate my birthday and like this last year is like Oh, it's whatever. It's another year, but really felt celebrated this year. The Asian I love you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, envel- that envelope. Like, <laughs> yeah, we got you the biggest birthday card I'd ever seen. Yeah. It was like 16 sheets of paper next to each other. <laughs> and what was like really surprising, it was like just not SPAC. Like Liz was part of that. Jen from Michigan was part of that as well. So it was really great to like just see like all of PAC there for me. And um, lately PAC has become like truly my church, like not just PAC, but like PAC as a whole. So I've never had a church step like step um, in that way for me. And it was like really amazing to see my community step in that way for me. Mickey, I think as somebody who hates planning birthday parties or surprise anything um how people showed up and volunteered to you know donate really is a testament of your character and how you've poured into the community so we celebrate you all the time thank you we love you mickey (laughs) also whilst you were sharing like and and i got really like kind of teary when you shared about how like it isn't just spac but like the entire pack community and i had we're all in this together <laughs> like oh my God. <laughs> they are remaking <laughs> high school musical how dare they <laughs> the the disney plus app or a streaming service yeah 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 and they like made all of the characters white <laughs> Oh my God, Vanessa Hudgens is Filipino. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's like one person of color in the four like main characters and the rest of them are white. And I was like, where's all the people that were like, Ariel is white. Why is she being played by a black girl? And like, they should be fighting for the same reason. Like, No, people don't even do that anymore. They're like, she has red hair. Like, <laughs> we can't. Like, it's the same for like Mary Jane Watson. Like when they cast like Zendaya. Yeah. But it's just very, it's very like coded and I don't appreciate it. Yeah. I have no idea what the fuck y'all are talking about. <laughs> oh my god, me too. Amen. Like, I've never, I've seen, never it. seen High School Musical. All in this. But any, anyway, birthdays for me were kind of, you know how those people who like dream about their wedding day? Except I was one of those people <laughs> who dream about my birthday like every year. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. That's like, awesome. I just, I would just, birthdays just make me so excited. And I just like, when I was a kid, I literally like wouldn't be able to sleep the week leading up to my birthday. And I think also like, cause my parents, they grew up really poor. So they grew, you know, became adults and then had the means. So they were like giving me their dream childhood. Like I was the vessel for their dream childhood. So my mom would throw me the most lavish wow. birthday parties. The earliest one I remember was at McDonald's, but I was really like upset about that. Also, cause like I was a diva as a child um, and I still kind of am, but anyway. <laughs> I was about to ask. Like. <laughs> 
but I like had to share it with somebody else. And I was like, the indignity of this. Like I was just like really upset, but it was really cute. And I still remember the photos. And then my other most, most memorable birthday was when I was six. I was living in Shanghai at the time and my mom booked out this park and like hired like chefs from like the Ritz Carlton and shit and like made this huge buffet. And like we took, we had all these games and photos and it was just so much fun. And so every year I'm just like really, really excited about my birthday, which now makes it really difficult for my partner. (laughs) (laughs) And like, cause he doesn't really do birthdays. So like last year he got me a mug for my birthday. (laughs) That's like a carnal sin, right? Yeah, I was really upset with him for that. And um, now the mug is banished to the back of our (laughs) (laughs) our cabinet and nobody will touch it ever again because we just had a bust up over a mug. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Um, It's a really cute mug though. It's it's a Harry Potter mug and if you put hot water in it, it changes color. Oh, that's nice. That's That's cool. cool. That's a little bit next level. No, he he thought about it. He thought about it, but I was like, a mug? (laughs) I will divorce you! No, but I don't (laughs) know. I'm not going to divorce you. I'm sorry. Um, (laughs) When is your birthday just as a housemate so I know? (laughs) She's a Sagittarius. Yes, I am a Sagittarius. I'm December 14th. December, okay. Yeah. Sorry, time. <laughs> time to not buy me a mug. <laughs> Start no, no, but okay. So I have to say though, for my for my thirtieth birthday, he got me a record player, and that was really cool. Oh. Yeah, but that was when we first started dating, and then we got married, and he got me a mug. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "I locked this in. No I am not gonna needed. let him listen to this episode." <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> So birthdays. My parents, I think when I was like super little, tried to do a lot of birthdays, but we moved from Korea when I was eight. And then um, did y'all have that rule in your elementary school where you can't invite a couple of people in your class? You have to invite everyone in your class. How ridiculous is that? (laughs) That was like... Literally, everyone else's parents had the money to do that except my parents. Like, I was like, what the heck? Like, I want to do a fun birthday. Everyone has their birthdays at Chuck E. Cheese and whatnot. So I never participated in that. But my parents did tend to get, like, a do dinner and, you know, a birthday cake every birthday. But now that I'm a, an adult, like, I don't like to leave things up to surprise for anymore for my birthday and so, like I was saying, like, I like to plan my own birthday. This birthday, I had my mom fly in from um, Chicago, and I think we paid for half her flight. And then um, my mom, my best friend Jenna, my sister, and I stayed at Salish Lodge, which is um, a spa lodge place in Snoqualmie Falls. And I pretty much treated them to, like, be there at the spa on my birthday. So... I I I feel like this is yeah, but I feel like this is how um, a lot of Asian people express their like birthday celebrations because it's not necessarily about receiving gifts, but about like giving to the people around you and to love on them. Mm -hmm. Um, Especially, I feel like very strongly towards like celebrating my mom on my birthday, and so this past birthday was really sweet. Because I got to spend, like, a whole day with, you know, my sister, my mom, and my best friend. So it's very, it was a very fun time. Yeah. 
like Jenny, I also have done similar things where one of my best friends uh, lived in Oakland at the time. And for my birthday, I flew her, <laughs> I flew her out to Seattle so we could go see a show together. I want to spend time with certain people. Well, I turn into a monster on my birthday. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I was happy. I was celebrating someone's birthday on Monday, and we were having this discussion about like turning into the birthday jerk um, because I have um, a lot of expectations, and uh, it's sometimes hard to even get in touch with what those expectations are. I feel like, um, like when you're traveling, you kind of figure out like what your expectations are, like when you're in times of transition, but, um, for your own birthday, I just feel like I need everything to go perfectly, which is strange because I'm not a perfectionist in other areas of my life. I can be high strung, but it's not because I need to control. Well, I do need to control weight. (laughs) 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 Um, as long as everyone's having a good time, I'm usually okay because um, that's like typically my priority in group situations. But when it's my birthday, I have to make sure that I'm okay and that's like too much for me to handle. Mm. <laughs> and so um, I like, I hate the kind of surprise where like everyone pretends to ignore you and then like I just, I've, I don't think that's ever happened to me, but I know that I would immediately like burst into tears and it would be like not fun for anybody. Um, so something that's helped is like sharing birthday celebrations with other people. Um, when I was a kid, um, when we were living, uh, in LA, my mom's younger sister who was like single and unmarried all through my childhood. So we were like best friends and like we had, she was born the day before me, um, or I should, I was born the day after, (laughs) um, And so, and like our families were really, and our family was pretty close. So like we always had the same birthday party. And I think as a kid, it was really funny to see like a bunch of like seven year olds and then like a bunch of adults like running around together. Um, But there was like a birthday where we had uh, one at a park with like a bouncy house. What are those called? Moon bounces? Moon bounce. And I just remember like eating cake in the park and like it's California. So like I feel like. And my birthday is in June. I'm a Gemini. And so (laughs) just say that real quiet. Um, So, yeah. But this year, um, Thomas and I had a birthday party together. So it kind of like went back to my childhood. Mm -hmm. And it was really nice because um, we invited our friends. And um, it was like, it was chill. Like there wasn't a set agenda or anything. It was a potluck. Um, We had cake. There were like seven dogs running around, (laughs) which I just, I hugely enjoyed. (laughs) It was like a present to me. Um, So yeah, that, that's been really good. I've done karaoke on multiple birthdays because I actually, and I discovered that one of my favorite things is when people sing songs to me in their native language, even if I have no idea what they're saying, (laughs) I think it's really special. Is Is it the same tune? Um... Actually, some of the Chinese songs, I feel like, are songs that, like, I recognize, but, like, I don't know what they're called or anything. But, like, they'll be, like, they'll just sing, like, popular songs. I'm sorry, Christina, I have no idea what they're called. No, um, no, I mean, uh, you mean, like, these are just, like, regular songs. It's not just, like, happy birthday, but in Chinese, right? Oh, sorry, yeah, just, just oh. like, at karaoke. Sorry, yeah, like, I've done my birthday, I think I've done my birthday at the Rockbox, like, twice, which is this Japanese uh, karaoke place in 
Seattle. I've kind of always wanted to do like outdoor laser tag, but it's kind of a bitch to coordinate. I want to go skydiving at some point. So I have these like very big <laughs> ideas. And so, so for several of my birthdays um, and my friends, especially that I've had for like seven, like eight years, they know that um, I get really crazy. And so um, I've had them organize my birthday party for me. And, and then, and then of course what happens is that they make a decision I don't like and then I get really upset. <laughs> but it's like, I feel like every year it gets better. I'm 29 now, so I've had like, I don't know, 26-ish birthdays to have feelings about birthdays. Mm. And um, yeah, the other thing, I think we're supposed to be talking about birthday food too. I don't remember. <laughs> Are we supposed to be? I mean, our whole podcast is supposed to be about food, so. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so yeah, in Korean culture, you eat this thing called myokguk, which is seaweed soup. And, um, it's in memory of, uh, the person who birthed you. And, um, in Korean culture, you, uh, after you give birth to a child, you eat a lot of it. I think you eat it for like a whole month or something. And health wise, seaweed has a lot of iron in it. Like, I think there's a lot in like, especially in like Korean and like Chinese culture, like taking care of the person who gives birth has been, um, it's, there's a lot of food built into that. There's a lot of like different ways to care for them. And so, yeah, it's very cool that like, uh, you eat it every year to like honor, like if for my case, like my mom and like all the things that she did for me, like giving birth to me and also raising me my whole life. So for my birthdays in grade school, I remember going to Bertucci's Pizzeria which is just around the corner from our house. And it was really well, well known in the suburbs for being a brick oven pizzeria. I mean, as a kid, uh, I would love going there because we had the same server in the same booth and he would always be like super goofy to us. And so I remember him. Uh, he was like a big like Italian dude and very like jolly. If like, if Santa was Italian <laughs> server, that's exactly what he was like, you know? And he just let me just, you know, order and, you know, be my kiddish self. But I'm sure there are some deeply intertwined and psychological reasons why I love pizza so much. Yeah. Right? So there's something there. Um, and as we got older, um, there was only, let's see, it was me, my sister, my mom, and my dad, my uncle... Uh, who was not married at the time, and my grandma. So my uncle and my mom's mother. So it was basically the six of us who was kind of like our family unit. So every time we had a birthday, um, we would always spend time together. And uh, as we got older, uh, it ended up just becoming like, we would always go to Cheesecake Factory, which would probably explain my super basic palate. <laughs> but we would, get the, we would get the same dish, same like pasta dish, same... Um, Oh, I'm, not, I'm blanking on the names of it, but it's like this avocado roll. avocado roll, but it's like fried and it was an appetizer and we get three of those because we would split that like six ways. Christina's face is like, what is it? <laughs> it's really, really good. But, I just can't even imagine an avocado roll. Is it? It's fried? It's and fried. Are and you talking it's, about sushi? No, it's not sushi. Oh. It's like, it's called the, so it's. It's Cheesecake Factory's version of an avocado roll, but it's not sushi-based. It's, like, mostly fried avocados with some other, like, fillings in it. Are you as lost as I am? I'm so lost. I can't imagine Also, my stomach kind of hurts. (laughs) So whoever's listening, just quickly pause this podcast and then Google (laughs) 
the Cheesecake Factory menu. Um, that's something that we've passed down to our younger cousins who are now in high school, oh and that gosh. is their favorite dish tradition. every time we go to the Cheesecake Factory. You should find a recipe and try to make it. Ooh. Yeah, I suggest that you can make it for our next SPAC recording or SPAC snack <laughs> recording. But I'm allergic. Oh, I need to avocado on this. I was about to say, maybe for SPAC church, we could have it as the communion. Bread, oh my gosh, no. We want to be inclusive during church. Also, I'm noticing that. Every, almost like everything Thomas likes to eat, Aya is mildly allergic to. Yes. <laughs> Except like for fried pizza. Strawberries or something. Ew. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> the vegan does not like that <laughs> option. But also, I feel like every episode we're walking deeper and deeper into Thomas's psyche. Like, especially this whole like, like unpacking the pizza connection. Yeah. <laughs> like by the yeah. end of our first season, we're just gonna like hit right into the core of Thomas. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And it'll just be molten pizza in the middle coming out. (laughs) I mean, I was really touched when Thomas was sharing about the server because I'm like, oh my gosh, this is why Thomas likes pizza because of this one person in his childhood. So, I mean, maybe you're not basic, but like... Maybe I'm super relational. Relational, but then like with the basic like Cheesecake Factory things. So it's like you appear basic, but you're actually really deep. Because everybody, everybody, I think the thing I love about Cheesecake Factory is that if you go there, there's usually something for everybody. Okay, I, I went to eat and their menu was like 36 pages long, and I was like, "Can I eat anything here?" And they're like, "One thing." We have this salad. <laughs> yeah. It was I, literally one thing. one dish. Yeah, I, it was mm. out of 36 pages. <laughs> Also, I hate the Cheesecake Factory, but I have not been able to tell Thomas's parents, and they will continue to give us Cheesecake Factory gift cards. (laughs) We've gotten so many gift cards from um, the previous church that I served. Uh, One guy in particular, he's like, you know, I'm sorry I couldn't make it to your wedding. He was the the fire chief lieutenant person of the the fire department. He's like, but... Here's this gift card to the Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> Go wild when you're out in Seattle. Think of us oh as God. you're eating this. And yeah. Oh my God. I don't even know where there is a Cheesecake Factory in Seattle. Downtown, Downtown Seattle. <laughs> I've actually been there a lot because it's right next to two different movie theaters. And so, and it's oh. true. Most of the time when you do go there, like my friend, like there are a group of three of us and like one of us is Muslim, one was vegetarian. And then there was me who was just like lactose intolerant, but we decided to go to Cheesecake Factory anyway. We always went there. Like we would go watch a movie and then go to Cheesecake Factory. Huh. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That was a very triumphant huh. I still think Cheesecake Factory is basic. So I don't know what that like triumphant like huh was. (laughs) It was a little preemptive. (laughs) Okay. If you like Cheesecake Factory, I'm really sorry, but you're basic too. But I will take you out. If you come to Seattle, hang out with us. Yeah, with your many gift cards. Yeah. <laughs> Dinner's on me, guys. I recognize Thomas at the door. <laughs> like your usual table. Oh my gosh, you like go in and then you just like make your rain gift cards. Oh my god. Well, it, it just means that SPAC is a very diverse community. <laughs> I'm sorry, yes, I do apologize. 
<laughs> if you like Cheesecake Factory, I affirm you in that decision. <laughs> <laughs> you just threw shade in that encouragement. That was amazing. <laughs> I see the reasons why you want to do that, and I recognize that. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So that's that's how we spent our, 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 our a lot of my birthdays. And then we would always do something with family, and then I was free to go hang out with my friends and do you know, whatever, whatever I was doing at that age. So I went through a phase for my friend's birthdays where I would make them a cake, just like a box cake. Did y'all ever do that for your friends? Oh, yeah. like in school from the box. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, like okay. uh, Funfetti. Like, yeah. Like those the- are my favorite cakes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Who was surprised that <laughs> Thomas' favorite <laughs> cake is Funfetti? With Funfetti frosting, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Funfetti that frosting is good. Lots of sprinkles. Lots amazing. of sprinkles. Oh, God. Yeah. But I was always like the person that was like, so when's your birthday? I'm going to write it down in my planner, <laughs> put little stickers all over it and make sure I go to QFC or Safeway to buy the box cake. That's really cute. Wait, how old were you when you did this? Middle school and high school. Oh, wow. That's super nice. Yeah. Spack Snack is brought to you by the Pack Mods. The Pack Mods work endlessly to keep the Pack Facebook group as a safe space. The team consists of Gloria Hu, Stella Juan Phelps, and Sarani Joshua. They make sure that the queer affirmation isn't a debate and kick out the trolls. The Pack Mods pour so much into this community. To thank the mods, you can donate to the Pack Appreciation Fund through Venmo at Pack Mod Appreciation or PayPal. More information can be found on the show notes. What have you all been snacking on? I've been snacking on two things. One is a book recommendation. It is a graphic novel by Tai Bui. It's called the best we could do. It's a graphic novel about uh, this Vietnamese woman trying to discover um, and get in touch with her parents' past in the Vietnam War. So it like, chronicles her parents, like how they met in Vietnam and how they crossed over to America. And it's such a hauntingly beautiful, depressing like love story between her and her parents. And um, there's a lot of calls for like Miss Saigon to be like just like all productions for that piece to stop because it's like sexist and racist. Um, and when I was reading this book, a lot of like the words were like beautiful lyrics. So if you're like a listener that's into Broadway, like the best we could do, if you want to adapt it into a musical, I will buy you the book because I believe like that would be such a good musical uh, just to have more Asian representation on Broadway. The second thing I'm snacking on is I'm hitting my numbers um, for my blood sugar. Um, it's been like a journey. I've been going to the gym at least like in the last 14 days. I've been to the gym 10 out of the 14 days. So Woo! yeah, I lost five, five pounds and feel really good about my health. About the Miss Saigon part though, like I think what th- there's, it's so layered the racism there because isn't Miss Saigon based on Madame Butterfly, which yeah. is like hella racist, right. like towards Opera, Japanese, yeah. like right. folks and Japanese Americans. And so it's just like, it's layer upon layer and pack is so powerful. I'm pretty sure yeah. like upon your recommendation, this is going to happen. We're going to take down racism. Yeah. Like truly I am not joking. If you want to like just read this book and you are serious about adapting into musical like DM, the Spack Snack uh, Instagram, and I will buy you that book because it deserves to be a musical. Yeah, because I feel like when you 
talk about getting rid of things like Miss Saigon, it's the thing that makes it hard is that it's one of the few productions where Asian people are in the starring roles, Mm -hmm. right? Like what other big productions are Asian people like regularly casted? Is Mulan a musical? Uh Uh-huh. The Disney version, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's it. Yeah. So we, we, and it's not incumbent on us and it's not our, sorry, I know this is like your snack, but like we need productions to come, to come up and like fill that space because we deserve that better representation. Yeah. And I am, I'm 100% being honest, like just DM us and I will buy that book for you. (laughs) Just one person, the first person to do it. (laughs) (laughs) But I think Pauline, your point is really salient. Like I, there always have been Asians in a lot of Broadways and musicals like Leah Salonga. Hello. Like one of the greatest, but like not in a starring position or not being recognized as being Asian as well. So like it's, it's, we need, we need to rectify that. Yeah. I'm snacking on my credit score. (laughs) Okay. Adulting. (laughs) Adulting. Um, Yeah. Upon Jenny's recommendation last time for sharing what she was snacking on. Now we're all adulting fans and we're going. we'll see it Friday. Yeah. We're all going to Bumbershoot. We're going to. Well, we're all meaning most of us except for I and Thomas who (laughs) are very excited about missing out on Bumbershoot. But. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're going to see Michelle Buteau and like see the, the adulting crew. Um, but yeah, so uh, my credit score, which is kind of still like a relatively new concept to me. Like I, I know that credit scores exist like in other parts of the world, but I'm so not financially minded that I was like, what is a credit score? And then like coming to the US, like suddenly realizing, oh, it's a thing. And like everybody asks for it. Um, and now actually being an adult now realizing that, oh, you need things like a credit card in your own name. So yesterday I finally got two credit cards in my own name. I actually got approved. So hopefully it'll bring up my credit score. So I, I, I'm finding it's a whole new world. <laughs> <laughs> Are they the kind of credit cards where you have to spend like $4,000 in three months? Oh, uh, this one I have to spend $1,000 in in three months to get two hundred dollars back. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Which I'm like, okay, watch me. <laughs> <laughs> Bumper shoot check. <laughs> I guess I have to spend this money <laughs> if I want two hundred dollars. My credit score. So I know I love how like you brought musicals into this episode. I've just been, I think I've been really wanting to sing lately. So oh I've just been singing. like. Happy birthday to Aya right now. Oh my God. Do it in Chinese. Oh, please. Ooh. Oh, no, no, no. Do you want me to sing the Cantonese version? Yeah, but it yeah. sounds really, I don't know. It sounds, it's just, it's not very. Just do it. Is it rude? Oh, there's a rude version. Ooh. In Cantonese, almost like everything has a rude version. Can you sing like one phrase of it? Mm. Okay. I'll sing the first line. That was not just one sentence. I decided just to go for it. Yeah, that's the Cantonese, like old school version. Yeah. Christina is very talented in being. Very, very, (laughs) very, very nice and very, very assertive (laughs) in Cantonese. And we found out by going to a dumpling house with her. Oh, yes. (laughs) Yes. Is that what you're snacking on, Jenny? 
I mean, Christina is a snack. (laughs) (laughs) Let's be honest. (laughs) 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 Um, So last week, Thomas and I hosted my dad for from Monday through Friday and then hosted our friend Grant from Friday to Sunday. So got two snacks. My dad came here and we went squid jigging. This is night That's a word. This is night <laughs> squid fishing, but not really fishing because you're not really catching fish, you're catching squid. Basically people just take fishing poles and add a squid jig onto them and just the, off the dock off of where Marination Station Alki Beach is, they just like bring these bright lights and let down the thing and then like it's like jigging because you're like pulling it and letting it go down kind of like something is like floating and the squid go for it and so it's kind of a wild adventure um we failed to get the right equipment multiple times it's very frustrating and got in a family feud with multiple people but we did catch some squid so we had calamari homemade calamari we also made um, pajon, which is like Korean pancake. <clears throat> and by we, I mean my sister and Eric, her husband. <laughs> um, we also did like raw-ish squid. It was, it was all very tasty. And I cannot believe you can just go out on the dock and just catch squid. It's crazy. Then when Grant came by, he owns like an online record store. And so all he wanted to do when he was here was eat donuts and go to record stores. Hey. <laughs> so we inevitably bought um, a new record player and <laughs> a few records. So we are um, snacking on some new jazz records Ooh. and we got some we got Handel's some. Messiah. Which, oh. oh, God, Thomas. Anyway. Um, <laughs> okay. I only bought classical music on records, too. <laughs> <laughs> And some Solange. I mean, it's just been it's just been really fun. Um, so, yeah, we've been playing records at home. Anyone else a record person? Oh yeah, I am. Mickey and mm-hmm. I, because we're the same person. Yeah, we're the same person. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a lot of fun. We're total noobs, but we love it. I've been snacking on my air conditioning unit. It's a window unit. Oh my gosh. And. The backstory to this is I was a nanny for three and a half years for this awesome family who had never had a nanny before, and I had never been a nanny. I also don't like kids. (laughs) Amen. Amen. Who said that? Say that. But I pretty desperately needed a job at the time. And I met with the family. They seem super awesome. They're a white family from Washington that had moved to Nagoya, Japan. And they had, like, they pretty much raised their oldest son there. And then the younger girl was born in Japan. So they wanted a nanny when they moved back to Seattle um, that could help keep their Japanese up. We, like, developed a really, like, close relationship, 
And one of the summers that got, it got like, was in the hundreds for a week in Seattle, they bought me an AC unit. Ooh. What? And it's been so hot every year. Uh, actually, hasn't been that bad this year, but. But today. Every, oh every time I turn the AC unit on, I'm like, praise the Lord <laughs> <laughs> for this nanny family. <laughs> uh I love that AC unit. I'm dying to go home. We have an AC unit. We installed it into our house, which costs a buttload of money. But Thomas likes to remind me how much he loves AC unit like every day. He wants to turn it on like the moment he wakes up and will will, like just forget to turn it off at night, which is a problem. But really, I should have gotten him the AC unit. Thomas is just giggling. <laughs> <laughs> I, I totally felt your your uh, desire to go back and turn on the AC unit because every every morning and every every time I'm like slightly uncomfortable, I'm like, oh, <laughs> that would really be nice to just turn it on, and then I'll sit by the AC unit with my little golden doodle and we'll just breathe in the air together. It's very. <laughs> It's one of my favorite pastimes. <laughs> Everyone that's not from Seattle is <laughs> like, what are they talking about? Why are they so obsessed with AC units? <laughs> we don't have AC in Seattle, just so that you know. Yeah. You basically, you basically have to like go out to eat at a restaurant to like get AC. <laughs> well, it's like you don't have ev- AC at home. Even restaurants and bars will advertise that they have AC. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is how little of a st- like establishments actually have AC units. So, I just got back from three weeks in Korea where I snacked on air conditioning <laughs> the entire time. <laughs> because, like, at that point when it's like, it's like 80, 90 degrees outside... Um, I don't even know what it is in Celsius. I briefly learned Celsius and I've already forgotten. Um, and it's like 95% humidity, like all the time you will do anything for air conditioning. Like I literally thought to myself, like, it's really easy. I was like, Oh, I wonder where like my breaking point if I was like being tortured was. And I was like, Oh no, I've already found it. Like all they have to do is like deny me air conditioning. Oh, no. I mean, like I'll tell you anything that you want. <laughs> 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 like, was, like, every time I went outside, I'm like, I'm so weak. Um, Oh, we are weak. We are <laughs> weak. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. Um, no, like I truly, like I, I mean, in Korea, like the cafes is like the cafe culture is really intense. Like there's so many cafes. They're so fucking cute. Like there are no chains of any. Well, there are chains, but like most of the cafes you go into, it's just like a random person owns it. Um, And it's just like done up like totally different. And like if you're just like outside and you're hot, you just go to the nearest cafe that's probably within like 10 feet. And then you just order like an ice drink. (laughs) Like it's just, it's what I would do to like cool down. Like at one point I was like, Oh, I'd really like to take a walk today. And like tried to go for a walk outside for 30 minutes. And at the end of it, like my shoes had rubbed blisters in my feet. I was like carrying stuff. Cause I went to die. So like lost my mind. <laughs> Cause there were like five stories. And I was like, what am I supposed to do? Like not go to every single story in Daiso. And so I was like carrying all these bags. <laughs> and 
like I had to like run into this public library and like look for the signs in Korean for the bathroom and then like went to the bathroom for 10 minutes and I just like stood there because um, it was cold. <laughs> I was like five minutes away from him. I was like, I can't wait. Um, yeah. Buy an air conditioning unit and save a life. Save a life. <laughs> Actually, like that's a thing, especially like I work for a housing nonprofit and we oh. don't have AC units mm. and some people live on the seventh floor there's no ac oh my and gosh. these are people with, like health conditions mm. and so like <laughs> yeah you could save a life no i mean like uh in global health like there's legitimately a, a rising trend in people dying of like heat related illnesses mm. like it's really scary actually yeah. Yeah. so and now we have global warming as of yesterday. No, I'm just kidding. So yeah, we're not that weak or silly talking about AC. This is a global issue. Oh, yeah. We're like actually talking about the climate apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, you think we were just griping. We're talking about systemic racism and violence. Justice. <laughs> so that's it for this episode. I've been snacking on going to the dog park every morning. And I didn't realize that this is something that brought me a lot of joy. But um, because it's been so hot out, I try to go early in the morning so the dogs can um, go play and run and have fun while it's still a little cold out. But there's something so satisfying about watching a dog just run till exhaustion and you get to like nurture that and you just like walk with them and like let them play and meet other dogs. And then you try to like leave with them but they're so tired they just collapse and then you're like dragging a doll dog sounded really peaceful until you started (laughs) saying dragging a doll dog (laughs) oh my god also for context like jenny and thomas's dogs are like 60 pounds each you just 51 pounds to boost 64 pounds well, the the point is, I'm gonna edit all this stuff out. But <laughs> Save it. In yeah. Can I, I'm gonna edit this all out? Be the code open yeah. for the next episode. <laughs> but no, I just really enjoy that, and I bring this up because um, when we were host, as Jenny alluded to earlier, we were hosting um, her father who was in town. Um, it kind of like it. It was I, because I was hosting. I was not in my normal rhythm of taking my dogs to the dog park. And it just became very acutely aware, like, oh my gosh, I'm feeling a little off kilter today and I wonder why. Mm. And it's probably because I haven't seen my dogs really enjoy their life. I'm still continually so fascinated by Thomas's mind. And I feel like we, <laughs> again, got another glimpse of... Christina, the, let's the start a pure- podcast. <laughs> you and I will be just talking about Thomas. No, but it's seriously, like- there was such, like, purity there. Yeah. You know? Like, joy in seeing your dog get really exhausted and then dragging them like a doll. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Jenny's Life. Oh, Jenny, tell them about, ooh, tell them about um, how we took our friend's child out to eat pho. Her parents were like, oh, yeah, just take her out for dinner. I was like, like, just like, like put her in a car and like (laughs) drive somewhere. I mean, I know she's four and a half, but like, like, do I need like a car seat? What's going on? (laughs) But like, we take her to this restaurant. We had pho and like the soup was too hot. So, like, what do you do to, like, cool down a soup, right? So, I'm, like, okay. Like, I'm, like, going through, like, oh, you can blow at it. And Thomas takes, like, two knives out of out of the little um, utensil, utensil pile. pile. Yeah. And then, like, puts 
two butter knives into the pho bowl. And I look at him and I, I go, take that out. And yeah, you're thinking, what the hell? And so was I. But I didn't want to say anything. In front of the child. In front of the child. And so as soon as we dropped Salah off, I was like, Thomas, what the fuck was that? <laughs> Basically, he thought that that's how you would cool down the soup. It's like basic physics. When you um, put something, when you put a material in a liquid, it serves as the conductor, heat conductor. So I thought by putting two butter knives into it. Why didn't you just put water? We, what, that, oh, that, we mean, did that afterwards. Oh. We got- <laughs> Just so everyone knows, we're not that incompetent. We got a second bowl, put a little bit of soup in there, mm, okay. and yeah, we did a whole thing, and oh she ate gosh. it, and it was fine. I understood the heat conductor part, but like, I love that it was the two. Okay, one knife can't do the job, so let's do <laughs> two. Number two will do it. I'm like, then why don't you put the whole thing in, like all the whole utensil? <laughs> when Thomas was talking about the dog part. Because I heard about the story before we started recording. I was like, oh, Thomas is, like, getting his paternity, like, desires. And then he started talking about dragging a dog. And I was like, nope, Thomas, nope, nope, no parents. Well, that's it for this episode. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. And this podcast is generously hosted by the lovely people at Diverging Magazine. Our audio editor is our very own Thomas. The podcast artwork is created by another amazing SPAC member, Kelly Comarita Martel. Theme music is by me, Aya. For more premium snack content, you can follow us on Instagram at SPAC underscore snack. Feel free to slide into our DMs with snack recommendations, feedback, your own stories, and all that other good stuff. Until next time, stay hungry and stay thirsty.